This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome to another episode of the Conversations Brewing Podcast with your hosts, Divya and Ravisha, two coffee-loving best friends who dive into weekly conversations on wellness, culture, and growing into your authentic self. As two healthcare professionals, children of immigrants, and humans always striving to learn more, they bring their unique complexities of their wellness journeys into this podcast space by sharing their stories and featuring other like-minded experts in the field. Always with a cup of coffee in hand, humor, and never-ending authenticity, dive in with the two of them as they brew the kind of conversations that we don't have enough of, but that matter the most. If you're evaluating a friendship, you have to evaluate if this is just a state or Mm. a trait of the friendship. So state versus trait. Oh my gosh. Love that. I know. That's Um, amazing. State versus trait. It was you know that emoji where like the brain kind of explodes out of your head? Like that's yeah. what I felt when I was getting receiving that advice. Afterwards, like that the mic. Oh, there we go. Wasn't in fully. So I was like, okay, like, I guess that's fine. That's- yeah. And we were only like two seconds into it. So yeah. it's totally fine. The technology issues will never end, but you never. know, it is. It's just part of the process. Yeah. I'm sure that was so funny. We have to look at that past recording because the first one I was like talking and then I was like, your um like your mouth had froze like with like you smiling but like oh your mouth I was just like "Ah." okay let's hope for the best all right hi guys hello today we're going to talk about something that I recently posted about on my Instagram and so many people had resonated with it and honestly I resonate with it a lot too because as a society, we don't talk enough about this. And that is friendship breakups, which is something that all of us have had at some point, because it's inevitable, like we outgrow friendships or just like things don't work out sometimes. But I think that there's so much shame around it that we don't talk about it. So here we are, as usual, on Conversation Brewing, we're always going to talk about the things that we don't talk about enough, but matter the most. So we are talking today about friendship breakups. Yeah. Uh, After Divya had made her post about this, I literally told her, I was like, I think this would be a great episode because not only was her post so great and like brought up a lot of valid points, but I'm sure like just having a conversation about it that someone can hear about will maybe help them in identifying if they're, if this is something that they went through or, you know, they might need to go through. And sometimes it's hard because like, we don't know what the right or wrong decision is with this kind of stuff. It's so hard. So I hope that we can bring some light into this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because exactly when you say we bring light to it, because it will have people feeling less alone. And I think that's just like the most important part of it. Yeah. I guess let's start off with what do you think, Divya, makes a friendship like a strong friendship? Yeah. Okay. So I think the beginning first thing is definitely reciprocity like friendships need reciprocity and friendships we need to be able to understand one another through different seasons of life and just 
kind of allowing the ebbs and flows. I think sometimes in friendships, we can be really strict that we have to have things happen one way or another way. And we just have to like let life happen. Like, like life changes, we change. And I think that's a really big quality of a strong friendship is that you will let life happen and you don't have this anger animosity and we have like this flexibility in the relationship and still this trust that the relationship can be okay even through like the ups or downs of life well like what do you think about it yeah I definitely agree with all that I think the key word there was reciprocity which is like sometimes like and I think we've mentioned this before a lot too is that like any relationship is never like 50 50 and you can't expect someone to give you 50% if you give them 50%, like it's not always a balanced equation. And I think for you and I, especially too, like we've learned that throughout the years and with our different types of friendships, we've learned that you put in as much effort as you can, but like not with expecting that same type of type of effort back. And I think that's like mm-hmm. the key thing. And sometimes like that helps you realize like how much you value your friendship as well because like if it's like a long-term friendship especially like there's definitely phases where it's strong and it's not strong but then you like figure the ebbs and flows of that yeah and that it's okay that if sometimes even through like the ebbs and flows that you just like it doesn't work out and I mm-hmm. feel in the past I used to feel so much shame that maybe a friendship had not survived a certain season of my life or that there's something wrong with me or that I should have like should quote unquote made it work. And I think that this episode, I just really want to normalize for people that it's okay that in that ever flow that the friendship fades because a friendship could really be beautiful and amazing and serve you for one period of life. And then it's okay that if it doesn't go into another period. Um, so I just really want to normalize that because I honestly wish that people told me that message because I felt really alone in friendship breakups. But for you, Ravisha, why do you think that we don't talk about friendship breakups as a society? We don't ever say like, oh, I broke up with a friend. Like we say like when you break up with like a significant other, I don't think that's like kind of people don't see it the same when I actually do see it the same. I think a friendship breakup is just as normal as like a relationship breakup. And there's like so many different reasons why, like sometimes even as a person, like you evolve and change so much, especially like in adulthood that a friendship might not be serving you anymore. And for your own mental health and clarity, you sometimes need to cut that off. And I think we should be able to be like, yeah, this friendship lasted me forever. How many years? It was a good run. But now I don't think that we have the same maybe values or core beliefs. And I don't want to stay in this friendship anymore. And I feel like that should be more okay to say. Yeah. And even when we get go through different stages of life, like that you just might not simply relate to each other anymore. And when we don't relate to each other, there might not be as much to connect over and it's okay that other people might serve that person's need and other people might serve your own needs. Like there doesn't have to be any animosity. I feel like there's this really big misconception that for a friendship breakup to happen, something bad has to happen. Like there has to be a falling out. Someone has to do something terrible. Someone has to like start this crazy rumor or like, I don't know, like do something really horrific but sometimes it really can just be that people outgrow each other or that they're in different seasons of life or that um 
they just are not getting out of the friendship what they wanted or that connection. And it's okay to let things fade or to even just shift the relationship. That's another thing I tell clients is that it doesn't have to be like this breakup, like cut it off, block their number, never talk to them again. It can also be just like shifting the dynamic. Maybe you go from texting constantly and hanging out every weekend to catching up over coffee every few months like it just can you can shift the dynamic of the relationship to meet your needs so it doesn't have to be as strong as a friendship breakup like it can shift the dynamic of the relationship so it doesn't have to be so all or nothing I'm glad you brought that up the all or nothing part because I feel like we are at that age too where like we can constantly keep in touch with everyone it's just impossible right with like the amount of time that we have in a day and if you feel like you're making i don't know 10x effort just to like talk to someone every day that's only bringing yourself down and like i don't think that's like a friendship that you're that has as much value in my in my opinion mm-hmm. you know and i she was given this advice this week that kind of worked out that we're recording this episode, but sometimes if you're evaluating a friendship, you have to evaluate if this is just a state or Mm. a trait of the friendship. So state versus trait. Oh my gosh. Love that. I know. Um, That's amazing. State versus trait. Yeah. It was like, like, you know, that emoji where like the brain kind of explodes out of your head. Like that's when I was getting, receiving that advice because that is so true because sometimes you have to take a step back, mm-hmm. evaluate what's been going on in the like the friendship. Is, is are these things that are happening recently? Is there a reason why? Like, are there like reasons that you can point why there is a disconnect? And if you can think about like, all right, is it because it's the trait of the person or because of like the certain state that they're in right now? Yeah. And it was mind blowing to me because I was like, we never think about that. Like, we just think about like what's in the moment and what's happening now, which is fine. Like, we do think about that. But if you need to evaluate a friendship, like, I feel like that's like the best way to look at it. State versus trait. Yeah. Yeah. How do you how, how can you tell in like your own relationships or what you've been through in the past when a friendship might not be serving you just so our listeners can maybe have like an idea if they identify or resonate with any of them like for them to know that maybe a friendship's not serving them so what have you experienced you know the number one thing I think I would say that I experience is if I'm starting to feel like self-doubt in the friendship Mm. and I think if if I'm questioning myself or if I'm feeling like not valued or you know kind of just like kind of kicked around almost yeah in that friendship i think that's when i'm i'm starting i start to feel like oh like maybe this isn't right or like this friendship isn't like serving me and like i don't know like sometimes like it can just be maybe because you're not on the same level or like there's like so many factors to this i feel like i could go on about this but I think as soon as like in a friendship, I start to feel devalued. That's when I know that I need to like kind of do some kind of evaluation in this friendship um, for myself to make myself either get out of it, figure out what's going on and like just analyze the situation. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because self-doubt is something that when we experience in the friendships, it's so hard to really feel connected through self-doubt. Yeah, and then you're just like questioning every everything, like everything yeah. you say, everything that you do. And like that, you don't want to feel that way. You don't exactly. want to feel like you can't be comfortable around this friend. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and that that's okay that we don't have to stay in friendships where we don't feel comfortable or we experience a lot of self-doubt. I think for me, I really felt it when I just didn't feel as included in the dynamic of a friendship. It felt very one-sided for me. I would say just like for my personality, when I end up going into like my people pleasing traits, Mm -hmm. I always like want to check on people first. And when I noticed that there was just always me checking on the other person or showing up for the other person. And then when I gave them opportunities to show up for me, that they wouldn't show up for me. That I think for me is when I was some of the first signs that a friendship's not serving me anymore. And there are so many relationships where I continue to stay in it just because of feeling bad or like, feeling that I put so much time into this relationship or even the guilt that the relationship served me at some period of time that I'm like, oh, I have to hold on to it. But I would say for me, it would it is when I just feel like that reciprocity isn't there. And it's very one sided that I'm kind of showing up for that person Mm -hmm. more than they're showing up for me. And it's a pattern of it. Like it's not a one time thing. It's okay one time, you know, when we do things, but when it's a pattern, just the consistency of that. Yeah. When it's like a constant thing that you're feeling it's hard, right? Like, yeah. what feelings come up for you? It wasn't any re- reciprocity in the relationship and the feelings you were feeling. Yeah, it, feel, I, it feels horrible because, I mean, n- no one talks about it, right? So I was just like, is something wrong with me? Like, am I feeling ungrateful in my friendships? Am I a bad person? Am I expecting too much of people? And I don't, I think I went so many years, I'm going to think, I know I went so many years not talking about how I felt this lack of reciprocity or just unsatisfaction in my friendships because I just felt something was wrong or I shouldn't complain. Like I should just feel grateful for a relationship. And I didn't even think about the idea. Is it serving me or are we happy? That those questions like weren't even things that were in my brain. Um, So I felt a lot of shame. I felt like horrible that I was, I just, oh, this, this feeling doesn't feel good to not feel prioritized. But on top of that, I also felt just so much shame that I was even feeling it in the first place, I think, because we just don't talk about it as a society. Yeah. And that's tough. The The feeling of shame and how you were saying you were feeling like so horrible, like you did some like what's basically wrong with you? Like it sucks that like sometimes that's how we feel when like someone isn't serving us anymore that we almost want to blame ourselves because mm-hmm. it's easier to blame ourselves than the other person. Exactly. And especially when a friendship isn't good for your mental health, I I think of times where I had so much anxiety about the friendships. I honestly, that's another sign is when there's so much anxiety Mm -hmm. around things like, oh my gosh, they are active on social media, but they didn't text me back or they liked so-and-so's Instagram post, but like they're ignoring my voice message, things like that, right? When you start feeling really anxious and, and, um, insecure in the friendship for me that's been a sign because currently in all my friendships I feel so secure and I feel really good in them that I could go a day if I'm having a busy day and not and not text someone back obviously if it's urgent I'll text them back but not text someone back because I'm like okay right now I have to be in the zone for this um and I feel confident and secure that that person will still be there and love me and I would do the same for them right if they didn't reach out to me all day I know that 
they're not not reaching out to me because they don't love me. It's just because they have other stuff going on and they're prioritizing that, but I'm still an important part of their life. So when I start feeling that insecurity, I would say that's another another thing. And then that anxiety for me would spiral into just overall struggling with my with my anxiety, right? When we're already anxious, everything else makes us anxious. So honestly, I had heard this quote that really also resonated with me that the quality of our relationships really impacts the quality of our mental health. So like if you're not feeling satisfied in your friendships and you're feeling anxious within the friendships, that's going to impact your overall mental health. Like that anxiety is going to show up everywhere in all these other areas of your life too. So to be really conscious, like is the friendships or are the friendships that you are in good for your mental health? That's a good way to put it. Like the quality of your relationship or like the people around you, if you're not feeling that type of quality, then like, of course you're going to feel down. And like that anxiety that you're talking about is like so true. Also, I, I wanted to just bring this up to, I guess, like just an example of our friendship. But like, I remember um, this was in high school. So I feel like I can bring it up now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are we talking about the the, the junior year high school boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say his name, but then I was like, I mean, he's not listening to my podcast. I 100%. I mean, maybe he is. And if so, hey, what's up? But <laughs> I know I, I really love you bring up this example because it's a good one. Yeah, I wanted to bring it up because I feel like that was like one blip in our friendship. I I do feel like in high school, we really figured out, I want to say like communicating with one another and knowing how to like be there for one another. But like, it wasn't easy. And like, I think that's why I would like to say we have been had like we've had a successful friendship thus far because we really learned how to communicate with one another after that but for I will talk about this example like basically Divya and I had this like small phase it was like junior year of high school like she was dating this guy and um it was like not the best relationship I could say like I totally toxic relationship like now looking back it was 100% a super emotionally abusive relationship like very very toxic yeah this guy was like controlling and yeah. he like didn't let her hang out with me if some of my yeah. other friends were there he was that, so like, controlling yeah he if was, there was a guy in sight he would like yell at me like you yeah. cannot go and I would be so scared that I'd just be like okay yeah it was like my golden birthday and like we went to the cheesecake factory Shout out Cheesecake Factory. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We went there all the time, the free bread. And Divya couldn't come to my birthday dinner because her boyfriend said no because there's going to be other guys there. Yeah. And it caused, I would say, a rift in our relationship. Like, I was really upset. And I was just like, how are you letting this guy control you? Like, why aren't you, like, standing up to him? And, you know, we, like, you and I both had, like, a communication issue there. Like, we, like, because I didn't flat out say that to you right like I was just kind of like mad and like didn't yeah. talk to you and then we kind of were like surface level talking and like not really getting to the bottom of it and then finally because things were weird we kind of like broke down to one another and you cried I cried and we both were like you know this sucks that like this guy is coming in the way mm -hmm. you know I feel like you're not there for me and you feel like I'm not there for you and we really got to the bottom of it and figured it out and then obviously we were fine afterwards yeah also, like, that communication sometimes can be so hard. Just expressing so how you feel and expressing your needs, I feel like sometimes can be very difficult to bring up in a friendship because you, even now I feel like sometimes it's hard because you don't want to 
you don't want to like bring, either bring that person down or cause a problem out of nothing. But like, I really think it's so important to yeah. put your needs first. They're your friend for a reason. And sometimes you have to have uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. And I'm really glad you brought that story up too, because it reminds me of a more, I guess, applicable example for where we are at life, that it's okay that some of your friends might be in different stages of life and that you just like don't relate as much. I know for that, it wasn't that you didn't quote unquote relate because I had a boyfriend. I mean, yeah. he was just not a great dude, but, um, and there were so many other issues there, but in terms of people being in different life stages that it can be hard, you know, when one of your friends, and I'm really grateful that for us with our friendship that, you know, even despite me like getting engaged and getting married and we're in quite different stages of life when it comes to, mm-hmm. I guess, like what we do on a daily basis, but that we've been able to stay close. But I know that's really unique. Like a lot of people when they move to another city or their friends get married or their friends start becoming parents, like their friendship fades because they don't know really how to meet one another's needs or they might just be simply in like other seasons of life. And that's also okay that if your friendship shifts during that time, like you don't have to force a friendship to happen if it's not serving you. And that doesn't mean like don't be friends with people who are in different stages of life, but it's just that it's inevitable that sometimes different stages of life will lead to you relating to people in different kind of ways. Yeah, I would agree. But I also think sometimes we use like being in different stages of life as an excuse as to why a friendship might not be working. I don't think a stage of learns different stages of life that means that there's a disconnect. Because people can make that a reason why they're disconnecting, but I don't think that's usually yeah. the reason why. Yeah, I think it can be like maybe the foundation of it like yeah I guess I'm thinking of some relationships where we are, we're in different stages of life that it just it's harder to get your like you have to be really intentional yeah because I could say oh I have I have this and I have a husband and I have a dog I don't have time for you to be my friend or I don't have time to show up as a friend for you so I guess it's all it does come back down to the intentionality mm-hmm. because when you have more in your plate or when you're working really long hours I sometimes hear people be like oh well I can't be show up for them in the way they want me to Or sometimes just like what your energy levels like it doesn't like some people how much they can show up given the other things on their plate. It's not meeting the other person's needs. And that's okay. Like if it's not meeting their needs, but you're right. Like the bottom line, I think of it is intentionality. Like it's not just you're in a different stage of life. I think being in a different stage of life can make it harder to be intentional about it or harder to relate. Like if I'm constantly talking about being married and my in-laws and like stuff like that you're probably and never leaving room to hear about your life you probably wouldn't relate to me right exactly it's like if you don't have a strong foundation and then things are building and building and like you know you're going in different directions then yeah. of course like right like the foundation is going to crumble because it's not strong to begin with but then if you have like a solid ground and you're you know, building your friendship, but you're going in different directions. As long as like that foundation is strong and like like you said, that being intentional is there. There's so much like freedom of growth in that like friendship, right? I again like I guess to bring us as examples, we're like family now in a way. Your husband is my friend and No, you were gonna say my husband. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kinda weird. <laughs> I was gonna be like, oh that's so cute. Like <laughs> Right. Not, probably not like that. 
But I feel like I know everything about Raj, and like Raj also knows everything about me, right? Like when we see, yeah. like it's not like Raj and I are texting every day, but when we see one another, he's like, oh yeah, how's that thing? Like Debbie was telling me, and I'm like, oh yeah, like that's how it was. And then I'll ask him something like related to that. And we just know about each other's lives without having to actually talk to one another every day. I know. And that's, I think, when it's really important that it's, and another thing is like, for what serves your needs like communicating it your friends might you're and it's like you can communicate to people that your needs aren't being met and then sometimes they're not able to meet your needs I I feel like so grateful for you and just like so many of the friendships I have because we can openly talk about our needs and Mm -hmm. there's not this anger about it I just think when we start to have grace and compassion for us and our friends and what we're going through and we don't make it also a contest of like who is busier who is struggling more yeah. that is the hardest thing it's like we are all busy on so many levels and all yeah. of it is valid that yeah. your busyness is valid my busyness is valid but it's just it all keeps coming back down to the word intentionality yeah oh my gosh you know how we were like ta- half talking about getting tattoos together? We should get intention just tattooed on our arm. We talk. I think the word attention has been said on this podcast like a hundred. Honestly, if someone were an Italian, it had to be like five hundred times at this point. What if we have in a ca- like coffee intention or? intention latte or I don't know we'll think about it we'll ponder on that one side note on this whole story so Divya and I like a really long time ago I want to say like maybe even middle school we were like oh my god we'll get like matching best friend tattoos so XO <laughs> yeah okay, we, want, we, used gossip to, girl. we used to say like XOXO a lot because we like thought we were in gossip girl so we're like oh we'll get XOXO tatted on us of course Years have gone by and we're like, that's kind of lame. We shouldn't get XOXO tatted on our bodies. And recently, Davia was like, oh, like, I'm really interested in getting a tattoo. And I was like, yeah, like, totally, you should do it. And then I'm visiting her next month. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, like, sent her, like, this TikTok page of, like, tattoo ideas. It and was then- cute. It was sister tattoo ideas. Yeah. And then. Yeah, don't leave that out. That part is sentimental. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, should we get matching ones? And honestly, I'm not opposed. Those, like, matching sun ones were kind of cute because it goes with my theme of what I was wanting to do with the daylight. Yeah. And I would like that, too. Yeah. Because you're ready to repeat <laughs> Wait, that's cute. Oh my gosh. Breakthrough. You heard it here first. It's happening. We'll post when we get these tattoos. <laughs> Do you follow Victoria Garrick on Instagram? Um, I don't follow her, but I know I've seen a lot of her stuff. Oh, I love her. She's she's amazing. But anyways, her and her best friend Aubrey. They got cute little matching strawberry tattoos on their ankle. Um, and they they like grew up and met each other they lived on the same street or something and it was called like berry lane and so they got little strawberries it was super cute but that just that's giving me those vibes and then they went shopping after and like got like product bags and ysl sunglasses and maybe we can do that too i mean we'll probably have to sell some items in our houses but my peloton behind me i can sell that great Okay, but anyways, see, this is how we just, this is how Ravish and I in real-time chat is we talk about really freaking heavy AF things, and then we'll be like, ah, like, this is another random thing. When you were saying crumble, you were like, yeah, the fountain, so seriously, like, she was like, 
the fr- foundation of the friendship can crumble. The first thing in my head was like, oh my God, I've been wanting to try crumble cookies. They like just open. I need to get crumble cookies. And then I was just like, do they have gluten-free? I don't know if they have gluten-free cookies. And I'm thinking that in my head. And I'm just like, Divya, get back to the podcast. Okay, so I hate to break it to you, but like crumble cookies is overhyped. Really? It's like not good. And okay, you know I love cookies. Yeah. So the fact that you're saying it's not that good, I'm just like, ooh. It's just like too much for a cookie. Like there's like too much going on there. And I don't know. I actually don't even know if they have gluten-free, dairy-free options. Even if they do, I don't know, try it. But like in my opinion, it's like not that good. Well, that is so sad. Yeah, sorry. I guess I'm going to have to move on from wanting crumble cookies. And so I'll move to nothing else. And speaking of that, we can talk about how to move on Oh, oh my gosh, guys, we're like so sorry for getting so sidetracked. I feel like usually we're like so serious and like always. This is like the real us points. though. So I yeah. kind of, you know, if you, I hope they love it because <laughs> this is if you were getting real coffee or wine or tea or freaking crumble cookies with us, we would be like this. We talk about yeah. really serious, deep and meaningful stuff, but we also will just talk about what's on our mind and that might be some random thing. Yeah. So welcome to... I also, I do want to say, I feel like we're um, like so chill this episode because I think this topic for us is something we've just discussed so heavily. So much. Oh my gosh. So, so much. Honestly, I, at first, Ravisha, when we were talking about it, I was nervous about talking about this topic. I was like, Ravisha, maybe we shouldn't talk about this and I'll just be vulnerable and share why. I felt kind of embarrassed. Like I was like, I don't want to talk about my friendship breakups. I don't want our listeners to think something is wrong with me that I've had friendship breakups. And then I'm like, that is what the whole freaking point of this podcast is, is to talk about that because we all have experienced it. We all have experienced like the shame from it, the confusion from it. So that's the point. So yeah, I think that it's really good that we're talking about it, but it's also vulnerable. So I, so it it's is. nice to add a little bit of humor to being vulnerable. I do that in therapy, obviously in a way that's useful <laughs> if my clients are being humorous, I'll join them. I'm not going to laugh unnecessarily, but you know, that's, that's a way to honestly cope with some hard stuff in life. It's not to be avoidant, but just to yeah. like cope with it in a way that feels a little easier. Oh, definitely. And like, I appreciate you being so vulnerable about it. Like it's so yeah. hard. Like I I get it. Like, it's like, how are you supposed to talk about these like friendships that like, I guess didn't work out, you know, like yeah. that's so hard to do. And again, like you mentioned before, the shame around it, like mm-hmm. no one wants to admit that a friendship didn't work out or it's just like the same as like a relationship not working out. It's the same thing. Yeah. But that's, I think we need to grieve these friendships too that don't work out there's a reason why they didn't and I think sometimes you have to let yourself grieve the loss of this friend and like think about how in the betterment of yourself like this is why it didn't work out and you are moving on from this friendship and like that's okay yeah I love the point about the grief with that because we don't let ourselves grieve friendships we don't let ourselves grieve the loss of what we thought a friendship would be or the longevity mm-hmm. of what we thought a friendship is. And that mm-hmm. friendship honestly can be a more painful loss than even a romantic one at times. Because think about all the things you tell your friends. You tell your – some people tell their friends. You can tell them the deepest of deepest secrets that you don't even tell your partner. So there are some parts of friendship breakups, which I know for me, I've had actually 
some of the pain that I felt from friendship breakups have outweighed the loss and pain I felt from a romantic breakup. And so again, if anyone also experiences that, there's nothing wrong with it. So I really appreciate the fact how you brought up the grief piece of it. It's just like something we don't talk enough about. Yeah. And it's hard to admit too when it did, <laughs> friendship didn't work out. Yeah, you're like, oh, just not, not, nothing happened. It's fine. Like you like just how- have to be still. How awkward is it when like maybe someone else will bring that person up and be like, oh, are you guys even still friends anymore? And then you have to awkwardly be like, oh, no, we're not. And then like move on from the conversation. You're like, we're all just kind of busy. So and it's okay. Why do we normalize being like, yeah, Yeah. we just kind of outgrew each other. You know, we decided to go our separate ways or, you know, the dynamic of our relationship has shifted. That's all okay to say. But I think if we all said that more, then we wouldn't feel so embarrassed about it. We need to feel more comfortable saying that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because we need to create space for the people that bring us joy, the people that support us. And mm-hmm. that's okay that if those are those are different people than who it might have been before. You could have had someone really support you and be amazing for you in your childhood or mm-hmm. in your college years. Mm-hmm. And that in your adult years, it's just it's it's just not they're not serving you the same way. You can still have as much love and appreciation for them. It doesn't mean that you care for them any less. But to really remember that the quality of your mental health is so correlated with the quality of your relationship. So if you're staying in relationships that aren't bringing you fulfillment, that's only going to impact your overall mental health. And that's something that is really important to take care of. Yeah. And like, think about like your other support systems that you have also when you're grieving a loss of a friendship, like you have your other friends to help you yeah. during this time as well. So like, or to connect with people who are new, like maybe, yeah you know, you're to touch and tap into some of the friendships that are like people who are acquaintances a bit more yeah. that maybe you have a bit more in common with and you can start to find new places to get your needs met. Yeah. Talking as like as someone that like really doesn't open up more sometimes when you do like try to not give someone a chance, but just kind of like let your guard down a little bit and open up to maybe someone that's like not in your inner circle more times than not, you feel like still you like end up connecting on something that you can like grow a friendship from that someone absolutely. That's like your acquaintance. Yeah, absolutely. And letting and putting yourself out there because when we outgrow one thing, we grow into another thing. And so we have mm-hmm. to like allow ourselves to grow into something new. Mm-hmm. And if we just close, like shut ourselves out or close ourselves off to the point that we can't give us space to grow into something new, then we're only we're only denying ourselves something that could be really great. Yeah. I felt kind of healing to talk about this. <laughs> it felt very therapeutic. It I mean, did. I had therapy earlier today too. So like double dose on the therapy. Double dose. Look at you. Oh, it was, it felt so great. Um, But yeah, this has been a really, really good episode. I, I think that they're really good, like little bits of just, I don't know, kind of little healing, healing tidbits in here. So if something really resonated with you, rewind, listen to it, write it down, journal on it. Just like, this is stuff that Ravisha and I have done in terms of grieving friendships or breakup, like any kind of romantic Mm -hmm. or friendship or family, family, whatever it is, relational shift. We journal on it. We talk to each other. We try to really externalize it more to to help ourselves understand it. So give yourself the space to do that too, because it can be really, really, um, really insightful and also really healing. Yeah. And again, it's okay if a friendship is no longer serving you. There, there's no, there's like it's not a bad thing to turn away from a friendship if it's not for the betterment of yourself like think about that and yeah. think about again like um i mentioned this earlier about 
the state versus the trait. Oh yeah. I love that. That's a good piece of this episode. Yeah. Like I really want to reiterate that because like sometimes that helps in like kind of just evaluating a friendship. And again, what Divya said about quality friendships and like the quality of your mental health. Absolutely. Also important. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. This was such a great episode. I'm so, I'm so just like happy that we talked about this and I'm happy that I forced myself to talk about it, even though at first my like knee jerk reaction was, I'm not talking about that. I know. I'm, I'm like proud of you. Cause like you did yeah. say you didn't want to talk about it. And I was like, that's fine. Like we don't, I was like, we don't have to make it about like personal. Well, you stuff. first said that's okay. And then you were really compassionately kind of challenged me on it. And we're like, okay, well, like we don't have to dive into like things that are uncomfortable or like, I was just thinking like I had to, I don't know why I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be interrogated on the ins and outs of the friendships that didn't work out in my life. And um, even though I kind of touched on it a little bit, it felt really good because I, I, I really believe that people are going to resonate with it. And that's that's the point of all of this. I know. And like, you've learned from it, like more yeah. importantly, like that's why like for me, I was like, oh, this is like so great to talk about. But again, it's like so hard being vulnerable and sharing anything yeah yourself, people so. will judge you but it's so cute it's so good to do because I had some people like in my dms after I posted that post on friendship breakups of people being like oh my gosh like you you really hit the nail on the head or I've never felt so seen and I'm thinking in my head yeah it's happened to me <laughs> not like a millions of times but it's happened to me so like I know how to speak onto it and I think all of us if we just un- like externalize our feelings about these things we all could relate so much because I just said my experience with so many people resonated with it so I really believe that people will resonate with this podcast episode yeah thanks for joining us guys and letting us be a little goofy <laughs> um yeah can you all try crumble cookies and let me know for Visha's verdict is oh yeah a hundred percent I'm sure people will agree with me let us know like DM us or maybe tell me your favorite type of crumble cookie like maybe I'm eating the wrong one but what have you been eating dude I can't even remember there's like so many different ones hey you said it had too many things I'm just like what was it they're like I don't know it's like if you look it up, there's it's not like just or maybe there is just a chocolate chip cookie, but there's like a chocolate chip cookie with like a bunch of stuff on top or like, you oh. know, other things going on with it. Can you ask them to take it off? <laughs> My first thing is advocate for your needs, girl. Tell them to take it off. <laughs> okay, on that note, we must end this episode. <laughs> okay, let us know about the crumble cookies. See you all next week. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into another episode of Conversations Brewing. We hope you take some moments to reflect on our episode with some coffee in hand. New episodes of Conversations Brewing come out on Tuesdays. We'd love to hear from you about what resonated with you and what you want to hear more about. So let us know on Instagram at our account at Conversations Brewing. If this episode was helpful, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast and continue to tune in weekly. We so appreciate your support and we'll brew some conversations with you next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.